from the Checker Pro Studios in Houston. This is the Checker Pro Radio Show. I'm taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Checker Pro Joe has assembled a team of pre-qualified home service contractors to bring you the latest in services, products, and techniques. Stand by for an informative hour of home improvement radio. Now, here's your host, the man with a hard hat and tool belt, Checker Pro Joe. And this weather is why I moved to Houston, Texas. Woo! It's beautiful out there. How you doing, everybody? It's Checker Pro Joe, and welcome to the Checker Pro Radio Show. It's been almost 10 years that we've been in business at CheckaPro.com. 10 years. Our garage door expert, Adam Greer from Easy Lift Garage Doors, is joining us today here on CheckaPro Radio. Adam, thanks for joining us today on CheckaPro Radio. How are you? I'm doing very good, Jim. Thanks for having me. Anytime, my friend. Today, I want to talk about garage door myths. And you know there are a whole bunch of them. We're going to cover five garage door myths today. You've been in the business for a very long time. You guys are always getting reviews on CheckaPro.com and KDPros.com from very satisfied customers. You guys go the extra mile and you've seen everything in terms of garage door service, garage door replacement. Let's start off with myth number one. Aren't all garage doors the same, Adam? Like all other products, garage doors are uh, available varying degrees of quality. Uh, and each of these degrees of quality determines uh, their life expectancy and performance. Uh, most people uh, just take their garage door for granted. As long as it goes up and down, they don't think about it. Uh, but uh, to get to the most out of your uh, garage door, to get the greatest amount of length on there, you know, lifespan, I uh, really need to consider um, who, what the brand is what the gauge of the door is, uh, whether they use steel rollers, plastic rollers, or nylon rollers. And all these things are, uh, uh, need to be considered before you purchase your garage door. Many people will have a builder-grade garage door. And in general, if you buy a typical house, a cookie-cutter house, let's say it's a $200,000 house, and it has one or two garage doors on it, it's not going to be a high-end door, is it? No, it's not. It's going to be what we call the contractor grade. And the truth is, um, I don't care if it's even a million-dollar house. Um, there, there tends to still be the, the cheapest product, unfortunately, that the contractor can put on. Um, there's there's a few custom builders that, that actually give consideration to the feature, but uh, contractor grade is pretty much across the board. Let's move on to myth number two. These are the garage door myths from Adam Greer, Easy Lift Garage Doors. Myth number two, all garage door companies are the same. Now, come on. You can't tell me that Easy Lift is any better than any other company, right? They're all the same. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to get into who's better, who's worse, but as far as the same, you know, compare apples to apples. Uh, many of the, the big garage door companies are using subcontractors. And uh, the problem with that uh, scenario is where is that, you know, what's the experience of that sub? Uh, where, is he, where is he going to be when it's time to warranty the product type of thing? Uh, so do this uh, to limit their liability. The truth is it exposes a homeowner to um, injury uh, at, at the worst, uh, the property damage, uh, damage to the door, even if it wasn't installed correctly. Uh, so to say they're not all the same, the quality you're going to get with a guy who uh, runs his business uh, himself, who's not hiring subs, who has employees, compared to the quality of a subcontractor scenario, uh, is night and day. 
That's a good point about subs. One thing we pride ourselves at CheckaPro.com is having smaller companies that are owner-operated. There's nothing worse than having a large company contracted to do work at your home to find out that the people who are working in your home aren't even employed by the company, that the owner of the company you hired isn't on the job site. And that is so critical. And I know you guys at Easy Lift Garage Doors are certainly owner-operated. What does that mean? It means you guys own it and you operate it. Not only do you operate it from an office, but you guys get in the truck and you go to the home and you bid the job. When you get the job, you put the door in or you repair the door. Instead of a sales guy going out who's not the owner, then a subcontractor coming in to repair or replace the door. And there's a huge disconnect. So I want to thank you guys very much for being all over your business. It's very important. Yes, uh, thank you for uh, being aware of that. Uh, just another thing real quick about the subcontractor. Uh, many times uh, the, they're hired over the phone, may not even uh, know what, you know, looked at their work in the past. They don't even know their quality. Uh, they just uh, call up, get a local guy to go out and just assume and hope for the best. Um, but we do take pride in our company, and we're going to be on the job. And even as our company grows and if we have future employees, it will all be employees, and they will be supervised, um, and, and their work will be looked at. If you're just tuning in to the Checka Pro Radio Show, I'll let you know. Adam Greer's on the phone with us from Easy Lift Garage Doors. He has called in today to talk about the garage door myths. We're going over the top five garage door myths. If you go to CheckaPro.com, it's easy. Just go up to the search bar at the top and type in Easy Lift or Garage Doors, and you will find him there. We are up to myth number three. The electric opener lifts the weight of the garage door. Now, years ago, I thought that's what it did. But there are some other things in the garage or on the garage door that actually do most of the work. What is that? Uh, well, it's the springs. Whether you have uh, what is called a torsion spring scenario a system or a expansion spring system, every garage door has some kind of spring system uh, that is helping lift the weight of that door, countering the weight of the door. For example, a standard 16 by 7, your standard two-car garage, weighs somewhere between you know 250 to 350, depending on the brand, uh, you know the maker, and when you think, oh, that the door is so easy to open, uh, people think they're often aluminum. People call it, oh, we got aluminum doors. Uh, really, they're steel doors, and uh, they're heavy. And so those springs are, are countering the weight, uh, making that garage door operate. Uh, and so keeping that in mind, uh, we'll run into scenarios where people want to get, you know, oh, I want a three-quarter horsepower motor. I think getting a bigger motor on the garage door opener is the answer. Uh, the answer is not. You, this, you can have the smallest horsepower available, if that door is balanced correctly, it will operate. Uh, so you also have damage on the opener when it's trying to fit. If it has to lift or push that door, they're not designed for that. They're, the average garage door opener is designed to only handle 10 pounds of pressure one way or the other. And so as that door gets heavier, as it gets older, it does, and you have to adjust the springs and that and keep the tension up. Uh, that opener starts to work overtime and you will... Uh, you know, it will deteriorate faster the heavier that door is for it. Uh, and so the, I've had people come in to talk about my garage door won't uh, open, my opener won't work this morning. And 
I, I talked to him about the, is there spring broken? He said, I don't have springs in my door. You know, <laughs> well, yes, yes, you do. Whether they've seen it or not, uh, people just assume those things are just light, uh, but that is not the case. You know, speaking of springs, here's some word of caution for everybody listening. Do not try to repair your own garage doors. Listen, one more time. Do not try. Now, I'm not saying this because I want Easy Lift to get all the business in town. I'm saying this because I care for you. Because garage doors can kill, specifically the springs. Let's quickly talk about that before we go to myth number four, Adam. Why is it dangerous for the average homeowner to try to repair their own garage door? The, the spring uh, on that door, if you think about it, it's handling you know, somewhere up to 350 pounds. Uh, depending on the size of the door again. And so just imagine the amount of force, the tension is on that spring. And when you start messing with it, uh, if that tension gets released and your fingers are in the way, your face is in the way, uh, you know, uh, things like that, it's going to damage. Whether it be a personal, you know, your personal body or the door, it's going to make some damage if you don't know how to properly handle the spring. One of the most typical um, not typical maybe, but uh, often uh, when the door is closed, it's kind of cockeyed. Most people know that, that slanted look in the door. And so the thinking is to uh, release the, the bottom bracket that the cable's attached to. And so you're naturally bent over, your head's low, and uh, we see this injury a lot. People pull the bolts out of that bottom, and uh, that bottom bracket shoots up like a little guillotine, and many stitches in the head. Uh, have happened from that, just the way that, because you're, you're right there and it hits you in the head. Uh, people can lose uh, fingertips as that, uh, as that bracket hits the next, uh, the, the first roller in front of it. And it's, a, it's a high tension object. And uh, messing with it, if you don't know how to release the tension, how to properly add tension, uh, it, is, it is very dangerous. Um, certainly to, to property, uh, it can damage, but it's, it's very dangerous to your person. Please take caution and hire a professional. Adam Greer is joining me from Easy Lift Garage Doors. Here's his phone number, 832-454-3432. And, of course, you can always find him at checkapro.com. Garage door myth number four. Increasing the upward and downward force on my garage door opener is normal for aging openers. A myth? Yeah, yeah it is. Um a lot of guys, you'll see the, you can see the adjustments. It says uh, increase force, decrease force. And so the thinking is as the opener gets older, as the door gets older and heavier because those springs aren't uh, keeping up anymore, uh, guys will get in there and, and, and turn the force up. And it seems successful. The door's now working. It's, it's opening or closing, whichever part was struggling before. And, and so they walk away thinking they've solved the problem. The problem is the open force and closed force are part of the safety uh, mechanism on the garage door by increasing those you're you're telling the safety the built-in safety mechanism to kind of over you know overcompensate so especially on the closed force it's designed to when it feels some force there's enough resistance it's supposed to kick back instead of crushing the garbage can the car hood or your your small pets uh, children even uh, it's supposed to sense that and kick out as part of its safety response so when you turn that force up, you're going to have that door is going to try harder to close. Uh, and so that harder could be the difference between damage and, and pet death um, and, and to safety. So 
I've come in where people have turned that force all the way up, so it will never kick back. It's just going to close itself, no matter what's in the way. The other thing it does is, is outside of a safety issue, uh, it will damage the door, because if that door is really hung up, let's say a garbage can is in the way, which is pretty often, and so that door is still trying to close, and it's, the force is all the way on, and so it's not going to stop. So what it's going to do, it's going to damage the door. We call it tockering. But when that open arm is attached to the middle of the door, something's going to give. And usually what happens is it'll just collapse the door. You'll see it fold the, you know, buckle the top panel and on down to even all the way down the door sometimes. Uh, so that open and closed force is a safety feature. It is not an adjustment feature. Um, and so it's it really should, uh, you don't want to go really higher than maybe 75% of your total force. And even then, you still got to test it when you get to that point. You uh, to make sure it still kicks back. Uh, you don't want it to travel more than four inches of resistance before it kicks back. Once again, garage doors are very dangerous. So do not try this at home. Hire a professional. Garage door myth number five. All repair and replacement components are the same. Really? Wish that was true. Uh, but unfortunately, in, in today's world, you know, you go back, we all say it, oh, back in my day, back every generation said back in their day, uh, we all know that parts, product don't last as long uh, today as they used to. Um, today, industry standards, no matter what it is, whether it be garage doors to automobiles, people look really for the minimum accepted standards. And once they've established that, maybe they increase it a little bit to try to be ahead of the game. Uh, but most uh, manufacturing seems to be geared towards what's the minimum amount of life because that usually ends up being the cheapest in production. And, and so there are there are brands, uh, makes, models that, that are trying to go beyond that minimum and uh, you need to know what those are. So just because you found the, the cheapest garage door replacement part, maybe at your local hardware store or online, uh, doesn't mean that it's, uh, you know, you got to be able to compare apples to apples. And sometimes it is apples to oranges. You know, you get a, uh, for example, a plastic roller. People will replace the rollers in the garage door, and uh, the plastic rollers don't have any bearings in them. It's just a piece of plastic on a stem. Uh, and, and again, with the weight of that door being sometimes up to 350 pounds, just imagine that when it's fully open, all the weight of that door is resting on those rollers. And if they're not rolling, they're dragging. Uh, so a quality roller is a nylon roller with uh, bearings. And so those are the same type of nylon you'd see on a kid's rollerblade. Uh, those are going to perform for at least two to three times uh, the length of what a plastic roll is going to last. Um, so um, you just have to know what you're doing and, and know what you're paying for. The sale price is not always your your bargain for something. When we think that a garage door is the heaviest daily used object on the home, uh, it's basically a moving wall. And uh, you got to keep that in mind when you're shopping. I want the cheapest just to get by. Or I want something that's going to be safe and, uh, and secure my home. Uh, so it's not all the same, and you need to have someone that knows or be able to do your own homework to, to figure out what isn't uh, the cheapest and what isn't the uh, minimum. You want someone that knows what's, what's going on so you can get the, the greatest value for your dollar. Adam, great tips today. Adam Greer, Easy Lift Garage Doors. He provided the top five garage door myths. Next time he's on, we'll do another five myths because there are a whole bunch of them out there. Remember, do not try to do this at home. Seriously, 
It's very dangerous. You can check them out at checkapro.com. This is the Checker Pro Radio Show.